segment two, part two of the Jeff Rainbow Show presented by who, Jeff? Who, 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 who? Eight Sport, the official gambling partner of the National Football League in the UK and Ireland. Our I'm not doing these fla- flag things anymore. You know, I've got better than flags, Jeff. I've got bunting. We're going to have them at your live show at some point. There we go. It, it Look, it. Jeff, it, it's all, you're going to be sitting like this, sitting so basically, Jeff, we're coming on tour. You're coming on tour. It's your show, man. To Belfast, Derry, Dublin, Cork, Limerick. Have we missed somewhere else? I think we've missed somewhere else. I don't think we have. But those tickets are in sale now. Man, Cork's going off the charts. Limerick is a quarter sold out already. Dublin has got 16 tickets left. Man, you're going to have a ball in Ireland. What's going on in Derry? Let's get going in Derry. Let's get them, move those tickets up in Derry. Derry TBC, it's it's happening. I just I'm I'm working on a venue. A Derry would crack. I mean, there's literally and thank you for that heads up because we're gonna read out some comments. So people on the podcast, this is a recorded segment of Jeff Rainbow's show, which is every Monday night now around around nine o'clock. We'll, we'll see how busy Jeff is. Brandon McCallion, uh, oh, I'm gonna be dead tomorrow. So I'm to watch the Jets. Brandon, me too, mate. He but he said, by the way, looking forward to seeing Jeff in in Derry. Jeff to the Vipers confirmed. Uh, that's that. I think that's J Bell's team. So I mean, you're gonna have to maybe watch that because J Bell's a uh, partner or ex partners from Derry. They've got a child together. So that's his territory up there, and mm-hmm. you're you're gonna go up and invade there. Um, link tree l i n k t r dot e e slash nfl ireland if you'd like to get a ticket. Um, will we got some questions in Jeff. Yeah, let's get some questions. Um, hey Mr. Shane, Brennan. I'll see you in Limerick too, buddy. He uh, you'll be there. He didn't do. Shane, uh, thanks. I, I know Shane, you put a couple of questions in. Here's one here now, Jeff, from Shane Brennan. Joe Burrow made eight attempts to T. Higgins. Good good question here. Eight attempts to T. Higgins. Completed zero of them instead, opting to shovel short to Joe Mixon a lot. How long um, until he's back to playing his usual best? I'm presuming that's in regards to Burrow, Jeff. It'd be even both in that sense. Like, Burrow looked off last night. But at the end of the day, Jeff, like this, this whole media per se of, oh, he got a $275 million contract. And he's suddenly playing like this. It's the first game of the season. They haven't played in eight months. They're going to be rusty. But it wasn't a good day for him all the same. No, it wasn't a, it wasn't a good day. It wasn't a good day for anybody in Cincinnati. Cincinnati looked just, you know, now I won't say disinterested, but they certainly didn't look like they were ready to play. You know, the weather didn't help them at all. It was raining and nasty. And, you know, again, you got to understand now, the Browns are better than people think they are. And, I think that, you know, you look at, you watch Clowney and, I mean, shoot me. <laughs> Clowney, I got it. I got it. But You're grand. You, you, you watch them play, and, you know, there's some good, they've got some good players, right? I mean, some guys that didn't quite fit in Joe Woods' defense really, really looked. I thought Delpin played really good yesterday, and, you know, he was kind of on the outs last year. And, you know, so with that, with that being said, you know, it's, it's a, one of those kind of situations where if, if Cleveland can play, and I, again, we use that term and I'm going to use it again, complimentary football, they can't put it all on, on Watson. They've got to be able to run the ball, which I think they can. And then they've got to be able to play defense, which I think they can. And, and uh, Jim Schwartz, who's the new defensive coordinator has always had a great reputation around the league for coaching defense. And I think certainly he's got talent enough 
on that roster, on that defensive roster to uh, to be able to be a factor in that division. That division, you know, just when we said, you know, the Browns are going to be at the bottom of the division, they, they go out and beat the top dog first weekend out, right? You know, and you look at the other teams in the division, I, I thought Baltimore struggled some in their in their battle. And, you know, I'm not sure yet about the accuracy factor with Lamar. And I think it's going to be a growing process in that offense. But you did see that, you know, man, oh, man, oh, man, is that young kid Flowers is, is, is oh, really man. good. He is really special. And his ability to make people miss and, you know, make production after the catch is nothing short of outstanding. Mark Andrews was not out there, right, for, for the Ravens. So, you know, it, it looked a little shaky for most of the game. But, you know, again, I think that like most of the offenses yesterday, you know, they yeah. didn't play particularly well, but they'll play and get better as they play together. But see, that's you, you've literally said the key point there now. Yes, Odell had a quiet enough game to get like 40 yards on the day, right? That being said, though, this time last year, if the story coming out of Baltimore was, well, Mark Andrews is playing today, you're going, oh dear, this could be a long day for them. Because, you know, Lamar's legs can only do so much. He was the main focal point, especially two years ago, this offense. And now when you've got Zay Flowers, when you've got Odell there as well, and you've got an efficient run game, and you've got Lamar energized, rejuvenated with his money in his back pocket, and the coin shaking when he's running. It's going to be an interesting year for them. I was impressed with how they got through the line last night in a rusty week one. Yeah, well, again, you're you're asking an offensive line to, to kind of relearn a lot of techniques because they were so run heavy in that other offense. And, and now they're, you know, you're seeing, you know, that offense has come into the 21st century. And, and, uh, you know, I think that one of the things that is going to be, yeah, a concern if I'm a Raven fan is you don't want to see a guy like Dobbins, you know, tear that Achilles tendon the first game of the year. Now that's a, that's going to be a big hole. Disappointing. you know, it's one of those once one of those ones that's really unfortunate, but that's that's why you know it's too it's too easy to get caught up in the hype and the hoopla and all that stuff and say, oh, you know, we're going to go to the great you go to the, go to the uh, excuse me the Super Bowl. You you can't. I'm telling you, you're one injury away from you know having a real struggle on your hands, and um, they're going to have to do it by committee, I think, now running back. I think a couple of questions before we look at some different games. Fred Flunk says, what's going to come first? A 100 million euro a year quarterback or a game in Dublin? Well, Fred, book the hotel. Book the hotel for some point in the next seven years. It's going to, like Jeff, when you've got Phoebe standing or sitting with Art Rooney yesterday and then you've got Neil chatting to Steelers alumni on Sky Sports about a game in Dublin, you would think that there's something in the motion. And before I get both of us in trouble or get anybody fired here, the owner of the Pittsburgh Steelers said yesterday, quote-unquote, to Phoebe Schachter, whether it's a preseason game or a regular season game, we'll get there. And it's going to be exciting when we get there. Hundreds of tickets sold out in 24 hours for a watch party. I know there's not just people in... Ireland watching this people in the UK but look you can fly over if you want so we'll talk about it very briefly Jeff um, are you going to come to this watch party 
November nineteenth. Uh, sorry, I, I got a I got a team to coach. I can't be at the watch party, but I'm gonna tell you something. Uh, when you hear the owner make those kinds of statements, obviously, you know the, these guys are smart guys, and they don't make statements just to be making statements, especially the Rooney family. And there's a deep commitment to Ireland, you know, in his family. That's where their roots are. And I would not be at all surprised to see the Steelers first with an exhibition game, a preseason game, and then you know, down the road, who knows? But I certainly think it's a, a – we said it a year ago that I think it's going to happen. You know, it's just you get too many football fans. you got great location. you got great stadium. You have everything that you need. And, again, that's, that's I think, <clears throat> something that we'll see, you know, in the near future. Ian Farrell's got a question for us, Michael. He, uh, Ian, I appreciate you sending this question. He says, "Are the Browns the dark horse?" Well, yes, Ian. I think that I think the I think the Browns are uh, I think the Browns are a contender. I think you know again, you saw it yesterday that they're good enough to take a Cincinnati team that has been to the Super Bowl, has been you know champion of their division, and beat them in the first week of the season. Now, that's the first week of the season. But certainly, I think that puts them in the category of a team that you're going to have to pay attention to. You can call them a dark horse if you want to, but I think certainly um, they're a team worth watching, this this Browns bunch. I feel like we haven't talked a lot about this game last night. I, I give you a casual... And by the way, just very quickly, Jeff, thanks for all the questions, folks. Keep them coming. We'll get as many as we can. Uh, that Steelers watch party is on the, the day of the Grey Cup final. So we all know and hope you'll be there, but we're hypothetically saying, if not, come over a few days early. Can I just say now, like we we don't know, we haven't even talked, we have not talked about this. I'm sure, you know, maybe Sky might be there, like maybe Hannah might be there, for example, like maybe there might be somebody there. Get over, man. Come on over. Well, well I, we I, I certainly hope. I certainly certainly hope Sky has somebody representing there because, again, it's it's a tip of the hat, I think, to to the Irish fans that they have such a tremendous. You sold the thing out in hours. I mean, that's that's phenomenal. And and uh, you know, that's... I would say everybody that's put a comment in here tonight, genuinely, I would say everyone that's put a comment in here tonight is from Ireland that bought a ticket. And like, that's that's like people get it. You don't even need to be a suitor son. They get it. Well, I think, my, Michael, I think I don't think that's lost on the world that that people are starting to see just how passionate and how numerous the NFL fans are in Ireland, and that's. Tremendous. I think the game's growing. We got guys, you know, we got an Irish punter punting in the National Football League. We got a young, young kid out at Idaho State lighting it up, punting and kicking out there. So, you know, uh, those are those are all positive signs for football in Ireland. Let's look at last night's game. I, I give you a wee FaceTime at uh, half two last night, and you were you were very complimentary of your time, Jeff, chilling out, watching Sunday night football. We, we haven't talked about this too much. But I mean, were you surprised at the level of how much? Now, there, there's two there's there's two elements here. There was the Giants struggling to get the ball down the field and score points, but there was more so, Jeff. It was like that Cowboys defense is like, my God. Mika Parsons last night looked like a man possessed. And that, again, it's week one. It's overreaction season. But if, you, if I'm a Cowboys fan, I'm thinking, what? I think I think Michael Parsons. Let's talk about Michael Parsons first. I think Michael Parsons might be the most disruptive player in the National Football League, and you know he can do it from a lot of different places, from a lot of different levels of your defense. And when he gets going, 
he is really, really something. You know, again, it's one thing. Like I think Aaron Aaron Donald's a disruptive player, but you know that he, Aaron Donald does it from defensive tackle. Parsons can do it from all over the place. And the Cowboys, Dan Quinn, I thought he's done a tremendous job with that defense since he took over as defensive coordinator four years ago. And I think, you know, they can rush the passer. They're big. They're fast. They're violent. And I mean, they play the game violent. Um, but this was a beat down in all three areas. They they score on special teams, block a field goal, and take it back for a touchdown. They score on defense, and they score on offense. And anytime you can do that, you win all three phases, this is what you get, a 40 to nothing shellacking. And I know that... You know, shellacking. I, I love it. I, I shellacking. Watched, yeah. I watched Dable's press conference, and he was embarrassed. He was mad, you know, and... You know, it's one of those ones where you just want to go take the film and throw it out and say, let's let's start over again. And that's probably a good idea because the Cowboys just beat them down. Ian Mulligan on Twitter or X. Or do we have to say X now? Yep. Listen, okay. Thanks, Elon. Ian Mulligan, I think he's from Ireland. He is. What do you prefer, Jeff? Ireland or Hawaii? <laughs> <laughs> Both are islands. Both are green, and that's where the similarity stops because because our weather is a little bit better than Irish weather. Well, you should have seen here yesterday or last week. It was pretty sensational. Uh, John McCabe, thoughts? I think I think John's a big Commanders fan, right? Thoughts in Washington? Have they turned a corner and will Chase Young be as effective as he was a couple of seasons ago? Now, before you answer that, thanks, John, for your comment, for your question. There was a small screen in the wool shed last night in Dublin. And your picture was actually like right beside it. It was in the. I, I'm not even just saying that to like you know stroke your ego. Like I'm being serious. Um, and there was maybe three or four people watching it because it was obviously the Cardinals, Commanders. It was like, oh sure, the Commanders will win this game. At about two and a half hours, and I was going, starting to watch it. Going, oh my god, could could the Cardinals beat the Commanders week one? And it's like, man, like the storyline, the storyline. What do you think of the Commanders? Because, look, they, they get over the line last night. They get through week one. Do you think it's take it and run? It's it's a new era. It's going to take time to embed that? Or what's your thoughts? Well, first of all, I, I didn't I didn't think Sam Howell played like I, I expected Sam Howell to play, you know. And, and uh, you know, he's going to have to play well for them to be in in the hunt in that division. And, I, and I, even at that, I think it's going to be tough. But, you know, you look at him, 19 of 31, Michael, 19 of 31 for 202 through an interception. Um, you know, they didn't, their running game was not there. And so it puts that, when you don't have that, it puts too much on the quarterback. And, you know, I, I think he, I think, you know, the, the nerves of playing, you know, as the opening day starter, that's what he looked like. A guy that would, you know, the game was a little too big for him yet. Um, you know, Washington, I think, is going to be a team that's going to be able to beat people on their schedule. But if, you know, they also are a team that can, you know, when they don't, when they play like they played last night, you know, I'm, the Cardinals are not very good. The Cardinals do not have a great roster. And the Cardinals were able to hang in there with them. And, um, you know, if you're Washington, you say, hey, we got a W. It's two points in the standings. We're, you know, let's move on, right? Because if you're sitting where, 
the Giants are sitting right now. You you trade that 2016 against the Cardinals for that 40 to nothing whooping that you just took last night from the Cowboys. So um, certainly, certainly, I, I think it's a it's something they can build on, and that's the way they got to go for it. Eric Bieniemy, he's got to find a way to you know get the running game going, and um, you know again a quarterback who's you know throws at nine completes 19 to 31 that's not going to win you many football games and especially when it's only for 202 yards and you're not making any big plays you can't run the ball it's tough so you know they got to improve um as we round up our week one coverage maybe five ten minutes left before jeff goes there well you're a busy man jeff you're a busy man is there any is there anything we haven't talked about that you think that deserves some sort of time like that people just haven't talked about because we went through some of the main stories? I feel like you seen enough. I'll not say the outlet earlier on, but I read, I read an article earlier on that read that Anthony Richardson had a disappointing debut. What? Well, because he lost. He had he, he didn't have a bad debut. He looked more comfortable than I thought he would. You know, I think sometimes they're quick to push down rookies a lot. The Panthers stayed in the game for a good for a good bit against the Falcons. Um, was there any rookie that saw out to yesterday, or, or was it very much? I, just thought, I thought you game? know I thought of the rookie quarterbacks that you know we looked at: C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, Richardson. They're all were about the same. You know, you saw the reason why they were drafted as high as they were. You know, you yeah. see that athletic ability, you see the arm talent, you see all of those things. Then you also see at times that the game right now is too big for them. They're, you know, it's so much faster. You know, there were a couple of cases last night with Richardson where he would have gotten away from college guys trying to chase him down. You know, but those those defensive linemen from Baltimore, I mean, they they hawked him down three or four times. You know, and and uh, you know he, he'll learn. He'll learn that you know it's just so difficult to say. Well, he played 11 plays in a preseason game and played well, and now he's anointed as, you know, the second coming. It's going to take him time. And I thought the same thing was true of Bryce Young. Um, you know, there were times he looked like, you know, like he didn't know what was going on, and I'm sure he didn't because he saw coverages he hadn't seen all preseason. He saw disguises he hadn't seen all preseason. And usually those things manifest themselves in interceptions. And you know, C.J. Stroud, same thing. So be patient with those young quarterbacks. They're going to be fine. They just need to continue to play. And I hope that they will have some success and get their confidence going because we've seen what happens to a guy, for example, like Sam Darnold, that had to play too early. He got anointed mm -hmm. as a starter. He goes in. He's not ready for it. He doesn't have a real good team around him. And then all of a sudden, you know, he is he goes into regression. That's the thing that, that's so important for people to understand, Mike. These kids, all of them, went to teams that not only needed a quarterback, they needed a lot of things, right? Yeah. And then in Richardson's case, you, you got a great back there, one of the best backs in the league, and then all of a sudden he's a holdout, and now you've lost your running game. And so that puts more on a guy that doesn't need more on, it, on him. He needs less on him, and, you know, that's one of the tough parts about it. Houston, that roster was a mess. And, you know, it wasn't just a quarterback they needed, you know. So yeah. it's the same thing in Carolina. I think Carolina has probably maybe the best roster of those three teams. But it's still going to take some time for that young guy.
Um, big thanks to everyone that's commented either on YouTube tonight on 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 X, on X. And um, before we go, Jeff, we'll, we'll be back at some point this week, maybe one or two episodes. We'll see the crack. We'll see how busy you are. You got a big game coming this weekend against Winnipeg. How's everyone going for that? As I study your you know we're, we're, we got a huge win last weekend we played on a short week played four days after playing previously and we we're able to go on the road on a short week and beat a division rival which was huge for us we beat Ottawa last week mm. that gives us uh, a leg up towards the playoffs now you know I say a leg up you know again we're still going to have you know we, we've still got six games to play and we've got to continue to get better and and trend in the right direction as we make a run to the playoffs and you know they say it every year and it's it's true in every professional league you need to be playing your best football in the last month of the season and be healthy and thank goodness we're starting to get healthy and we're starting to play better and you know this is a big one this weekend because Winnipeg clinched a playoff spot last week with six games left to go they're playing extremely they're extremely good football team and you know we'll have our hands for sure best luck I will try and watch the game live there's the buffs against CSU's on Sunday morning at 3am you're playing at well 9 o'clock on Saturday is not a bad time to be fair um, CFL plus for people trying to watch it and shame on TNT sports I think we can say that we're allowed to say that you, maybe you don't blink or agree to this job. I'll just say it and get in trouble shame on TNT sports for pulling pulling the CFL and also college football. I can't watch anything at the minute. Well, if you get if you can get uh, CBS Sports Television, they 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 carry the CFL and they do a great job with college football. I'll see what I can do, my man. I see what I can do. And um, man, any final words? This has been a really it's been an enjoyable first week. I enjoyed the pick show. People give good feedback to you going through every pick of every game, like our thirty second rodeo. Must do like a graphic and see what we go right, what we go wrong. But uh, I enjoyed it. And do you remember? Do you, do you remember what I said to you at the very, very end of uh, your pick show about Baker Mayfield? Oh, and, come uh, on now. Well, we'll say no more. Any final words, my man? No, just tune in later in the week because we'll be looking forward to week two in the National Football League season. And you know, again, love the comments, love the questions, love the takes. Keep that stuff coming because we love to give you an opportunity to let us know how you feel and let the other fans that watch the show know how you feel. It's been, mm-hmm. a, it's been a blast. Get your tickets for the Irish Invasion Tour Calls. We're coming. As Deion Sanders says, we coming. We coming, we coming. Belfast, Derry, Dublin, Cork, Limerick, and Manchester. Manchester, December 2nd, there's over 70 people going to that already in Manchester, which is Really cool. Band on the wall uh, in the city centre of Manchester. It's during the day. So you could literally fly over and back if you wanted to. You'll meet Jeff there. Um, so definitely excited to roll on week two. Big thanks to everyone. Jeff's commented on this. I agree. With, I, I concur with what you said. It's great to go live. There's a different feeling when you go live. So certainly we will endeavour to do this on a Monday night if we can. At least. Uh, but in the meantime, Jeff, people can reach out to you on social and get a lot of content and questions from you appreciate your support what you're doing do you want to see us out roll let's go it's it's been a blast and for the jeff reinbold show we are out and it's a low